Welcome to the Social Sunshine Podcast. I'm your host, Brittany Crossan, and I'm here to help you build a brand, make an impact, and have some fun on social media. I'm the owner of Fun Love Media, a social media management and content creation agency in Houston, Texas. I'm a wife, a mom of two, and when I'm not working or with my family, you can find me on my Peloton bike or tread, dancing on social media, or cuddle up with wine watching reality television. Please know that the show could include some grown-up language here or there. Let's get started. Yo, yo, yo. Welcome to the show. Welcome to the Social Sunshine Podcast, episode 160. I am your hostess, Brittany Crossan. Welcome to another episode. So glad you're here today. It's another solo episode where you and I get to have a little chat together. And um, this one is important. It's near and dear to my heart. But first of all, we are deep in November. What the hell is that shit? It's... It feels crazy. I swear, every time I say, where is the time going? I feel like such an old lady, but it's true. It feels like this fall is going by really fast, which makes me sad. I love the fall. So I'm trying to cherish every day. And you know, since we are in November, I mean, gratitude definitely is more top of mind um, than even it already is. I'm, I'm usually really good about gratitude. You know, I'm, uh, I practice it. I feel it. I talk to my kids about it. You know, it's 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 definitely an important part of my life, but I think that in November, um, with Thanksgiving coming up, it's just on the brain, right? Like, and and that's what really led me into this topic that I wanted to talk with you about today is gratitude because I have so much gratitude for what we do here together, what we talk about together, and the fact that we're on social media together. Because most likely, even though right, this is not social media, this is the show, but most likely you follow me or you follow the show or both on social media, and we've probably um, had some exchanges, and, and it's really special. And I'm really, really thankful for that. And I wanted to share um, this message with you about social media and about the amazing deep impact it can have on your life today in this, um, in the spirit of gratitude, um, that I have right now. You know, if, if you're not familiar with my story, I'll recap really quick is that growing up, I always wanted to be an actor, but not just any old actor, not these, you know, these modest actors on red carpet are like, I never thought this would happen to me. I never thought I'd be nominated for an Oscar. Yeah, not me. That was the plan. It was like, um, yes, Oscar, we're going for all of it. We're going for, you know, being a huge television superstar. That was my first thing because I love Full House so much. Um, and I thought, these little girls are actors and they're on a television show and this is their life and this is amazing. Um, so I always wanted to do that. And then of course, all the other things kind of flourished as I continued to perform as a kiddo. I was a dancer, um, got into like school plays and whatever whatever opportunity I could really take in our small town in Texas. I did a couple of beauty pageants, which I won, thank you very much. But I think it's not because of my beauty pageant walk. It was more about my dance skills and the talent section. Thank God we had that. But (laughs) I always wanted to be on the stage. And um, so fast forward to, um, you know, early adulthood and, um, I I had I had been through a lot with my family already. Like my parents divorced whenever I was a young teen, and everything went to shit. Honestly, um, love you, mom and dad, but it did. And um, in in life got really really hard for for all five of us. Really, me, my two brothers, my parents, in different ways, of course. And so once I got to early adulthood, I didn't feel. I felt kind of like 
two things. I felt one, like, oh my God, I'm so stressed about all the things I just went through in these adolescent teen years and all this with my family and everything being so chaotic and crazy. But also I felt like, ooh, cool. I'm now like a grown up officially. I can do whatever the hell I want. Right. So it was this weird mixture of emotions going into early adulthood. Um, but I started to try to go for it with the acting thing. I I was here in Texas, so I w- did not move off to LA or to New York like what I had assumed I would do whenever I was a kiddo. I think a lot of our family drama contributed to that because I didn't have that support system that um, a young person um, – really thrives with if you have that support from parents to be able to go and and move away and do things like that. So I just stayed in Texas um, and I did what I could, could, right? So I started taking uh, film acting classes just, you know, on my own, paid for them on my own. Um, I lived outside of Houston, but I would drive into the city and do that. Um, And I would take any gig, any opportunity I could, right? And when you're in Houston, those are not like, they're kind of few and far between and they're not huge fancy opportunities usually as an actor, but I did whatever I could, right? So I was an extra in like a gazillion films, it feels like. Um, Featured extra, I was a stand-in. I I was in the ensemble and like co-starring of a couple of um, of short films and just like a huge combination of things. And I was going for it and... um, I remember sitting in my car at age 22, <laughs> crying to my then boyfriend, now husband, Ryan, because I thought I like I was too old, like I'd missed my chance to perform in front of millions of people, which is what I always wanted to do. And it's <laughs> I kind of giggle at myself now, 20 years later, exactly 20 years later, because um, I'm like, really? At 22, I thought <laughs> like I was too old. <laughs> Like, that's a problem. Um, And uh, I recognize that now that is not the case. But back then I thought it was the case. And I thought, how am I ever going to be able to perform and put smiles on people's faces the way that I really want to, the big way, the big fucking way. Um, When I never moved to Hollywood or New York, I'm 22. I'm don't know, you know, don't know how this is going to happen. So, um, So fast forward a little, and I did a whole lot of theater, and Houston is a great city for that. I did a lot of like plays and musicals, and it was great, great, great fun in my 20s mostly, um, a little bit in my 30s. And um, it was a wonderful, fabulous experience, and I still have good friends from those days, and I'm so thankful for it. But it wasn't Hollywood. It wasn't Broadway. It was was here, and it was smaller than what I had planned. So I always – felt like I was striving for more and I couldn't, I wasn't like quite reaching that big, um, that high height that I wanted to. I wanted to perform for millions of people. And um, so, okay, so fast forward a little bit and we get into like Ryan and I started having babies. Like, and that really dominated my 30s, honestly. And you probably can relate to this if you've had kids and you put your career or your dreams, your personal, your own stuff on the back burner, right? Like, I mean, you know, look, being a parent can totally be a dream and and that's cool if it's like your main one or one of them and that's fine. But like you also have your own personal like desires and interests and things. You know what I'm saying? So I, you know, really devoted my 30s to raising my kiddos. I did a little bit of theater. Um, I still worked um, like part-time for my dad's business, for the family business, the one that I grew up working in since I was 16. And I did like a mixture of things, you know, and I started to dabble in social media. 
I was so excited whenever I first found out about um, MySpace because to me, it was like one big stage. I was like, wait a minute, I can post shit on this thing and anyone in the world could potentially see it? This is the best news ever. (laughs) Like, I don't know. I hear about people having an opposite reaction to social media and I'm like, what is wrong with you? It's such an amazing opportunity. And I've seen the opportunity in it from, from the beginning. I mean, I was even on LinkedIn, I think even before MySpace. I feel like I was on LinkedIn in like 2002 or something. And then MySpace came after that and then Twitter and so on. So to me, social media was just always fun. And I did always look at it, at it as this cool opportunity, right? So we go forward a little while and I'm, I'm raising those babies. I'm working part-time. I'm dabbling in social media and in little like businesses, like mostly network marketing stuff, you know, stuff you can do easily with babies at home. And, and, um, it got to where I was using social media more and more. And, and I'll never forget whenever, um, I was doing, it's the last play I've done actually to, to date. So it was in 2017, I was doing this play and I was excited to be doing it. You know, like the kids had gotten like a tiny bit older. So like I could kind of do a little something for myself. And, um, I was, I was so excited to be doing this play. And the, the guy that owned the, um, theater company that had hired me to do the, to act in the play, um, noticed that I was good at social media. And he was like, can you do some social media stuff to promote the play? And I was like, sure. And he just, he's like, I'll pay you, you know, whatever, how much? And I was like, oh, fuck. I don't, you know, in my head, I was like, I don't know what to charge him. (laughs) Maybe I should Google this. So, (laughs) so I did. And I'm sure, I don't know what I made. Honestly, it's been, it's been five years, but I, I'm sure i totally undercharged him, but it didn't matter. I was a beginner. It's fine. It was like, whatever, you're going to pay me to post stuff to social media for you for the theater. This is amazing. So I did that. (laughs) Um, and that was cool. And then like a business owner friend asked me if I had help with her social media. And then I had another business owner friend that said, Hey, are you doing this social media thing? I need help. And one thing led to another. And I had like a few clients, like a part-time situation. And I was going, what in the fuck? is happening. Like it, it, when people used, I used to hear people say that like something fell into their lap and I thought they were full of shit. Um, I was like, stop. It just happened. These cool things just fell into your lap, you know? Um, and, but no, they, this is what happened with me. I mean, granted I had put in the time and effort to learn social media. So I guess that's good that, <laughs> but I, you know, I didn't plan to make it a business at, at that point in time. So anyway, it was, and I was doing basically like freelance, like just, you know, stuff here and there. And, um, it really started to come along basically my business, fun, love media. And, um, and while I was really trying to establish it as a, an official business in 2019, um, January of 2019 is when I, really made it an official business and gave it a name and all those things. Um, But so in that year, I was like, okay, so this is like a real thing. I've got a business name. Like I'm going to embrace this and go with it, right? Well, that's whenever TikTok came into my life. And I I know that it was like musically before and then they – bought it and it changed into TikTok and blah, blah, blah. But before I I was like, well, I thought that was just for like children, the musically thing. I, I didn't know. And I had already been sharing like these lip sync videos in my Instagram stories. So if you followed me on Instagram for a long time, you know, <laughs> back in 
like 2017, 2016, 2017, when Instagram stories first came out, I was doing these videos and I would, I would call it my post-workout jam session. And I would just jam out to some sort of fun music that I like, probably some sort of pop Britney Spears, something or another. And then I would post that into my story. So that, <laughs> so I'm, you know, it was fun and we had fun and I was like a self-proclaimed uh, lip sync queen. Right. But in 2019, when TikTok came about, I was like, you know, into my life, I, I heard about it. And I was like, wait a minute, this sounds like similar to what I've been doing in my stories. Like, like there's just grown ass people on this app that just dance, lip sync, do whatever to music that's copyrighted music and you're allowed to use it. That was a big deal because that had always been a hurdle before, like trying to use, figure out how you can use music in something. It was very difficult. Um, and I was like, wait a minute. And it's just like acceptable. Like these people just be dancing at the grocery store and shit. Holy crap. The Heaven. Absolute fucking heaven. You thought I was excited about social media back in the MySpace days. Oh, you should have seen me whenever I laid my eyes on TikTok and I started scrolling and seeing what people were doing. Because I'm that person that was always like, life should be a musical. I wish we could all break into song and dance anytime we want and sing and dance about our feelings, right? That's just how I've always been. And here was TikTok making that a reality. And I thought, jackpot. <laughs> so I went for it. I started. I started just figuring things out and posting stuff that probably wasn't very good, right, at first. And and that's a tip for you, by the way. It, it's okay that it's not going to be good at first. Like, you just have to get over yourself and realize that, that you, you know, it's okay to be a beginner at something and kind of stumble through and then you just get better. It's it, it's fine. Don't don't be too shy about that sort of thing. Everybody's a beginner sometime, right? And, um, and what happened is that I started getting better at it. I started realizing what I – could and couldn't do what I should and shouldn't do and being more and more authentic just gradually, right? This process. And I end up start having some videos that started doing well. Had my first viral video there, um, like mini viral. Like I think I had like 2 million views on this video. And then um, I had some other videos that got in the hundreds of thousands and like some really high views uh, for someone that um, – was newer to the app and things just started really exploding at that point. And I, I, I didn't know what to think. Cause I thought, first of all, I've been on social media since the beginning of fucking social media and I've never experienced this before. And I work in this business and I actually have clients where I help manage their social media and I've never had this happen to them before. So it was all very, very um, new and very exciting. And shout out to the Peloton community because the Peloton community had, you know, was was a huge uh, support whenever all that was happening because a lot of my videos I was dancing on my tread or on my bike, and so it um, it created this excitement in that in that community, which is a really great community. I'm really thankful to be a part of that community still. And um, and what I basically ended up realizing, and the whole point of me telling you this story, is that. I now, as of what, November 2022, I have more than 15 million views um, on my videos. And what I can say about that is that I, I have accomplished the goal. I have lived the dream. I wanted to perform for millions of people and I've done it. But it didn't happen the way that I thought it was going to happen, not even fucking close. Because back in the day, all this technology didn't even exist. You see what I'm saying? So 
So I like to tell people that just because the path changes doesn't mean that the destination has to change. Um, you know, the path and the way that I got to the millions of people is is not what I thought it would be. And that's okay. How could I? I? I didn't know. When I was a kid, we didn't have TikTok. We didn't have Instagram. We didn't have any of this stuff. And so I thought, you know, you've got to do it on television. You've got to do it this traditional way. And that's just the way to do it. And by the way, I still love television and, it, you know, call me television. I, I'm still game. But I just think it's so beautiful that social media helped me fulfill these lifelong childhood dreams. The thing, The thing that I really feel like I was put here to do, to be in front of millions of people and help those people smile and think and feel all the things you want to do as a performer, to think that social media helped that happen. And I never would have known because it didn't exist before. It's it's really, really quite, quite incredible and honestly quite magical. And, and it's the reason why I'm able to talk so passionately about it, especially if you follow me on social and you see in my content, I'm always talking about, you know, post the fucking video and you can do this and speak up and share your, share your mission on social media and, and make your money on social media, do your thing, right? It's because I've literally lived this and for, it's, it's making me emotional for, for me, at you know, when when those videos first started exploding, you know, I was coming up on forty years old, and for a forty-year-old mom of two in Houston, Texas, that things didn't quite go the way she thought. For her, for me to to actually be able to live out a dream just in a little bit of a different way at that age is fantastic. And it gives me so much, um, it gives me so much hope for my future and for yours because I know what's possible and I've seen what's possible and I've seen the good that social media can do. So when you, when you see me talking about these things, um, and you're witnessing my work or whatever, it, it's, it's coming from a deep, deep place. And I want other people to, to experience the, the magic of it all. Um, and it's not always, you know, you know, a cakewalk. It's not always super easy. I mean, it's a roller coaster ride, but you know, whenever you have a video that does really well, um, it's a high, high, and then eventually there's going to be a low that comes. Um, so it's not, it's not easy and it takes a little while to get that thick skin and, um, be able to ride it out and just, um, kind of go with the flow the best you can. So I'm not trying to say that it's easy, but I gotta say that if you have a mission, if you have a dream, and I know you do, even if it's from your childhood, especially if it's from your childhood, actually, because to me, I, uh, <clears throat> I get, I get so emotional yet so inspired when I think about eleven-year-old me, because eleven-year-old me is the girl that sat at the burger restaurant in small town Texas with my dad and told him I wanted to be on television, and I think about, geez, I need to take a breath. <clears throat> 
I think about her and how she had such pure intentions and just really wanted to be in front of an audience to help help those people smile and think and feel. And she thought, I can do that and I'm willing to do that. And and then to think about the shit that young me went through with our family and then after that dealing with my mental health struggles and panic disorder and things in my 20s and beyond. Um, I don't know. I just get so – I get so emotional and so protective over myself you know, a former version of myself or my current version of myself. And I want to help her. And I hope that you can find that in you and find, you know, those childhood dreams and those feelings that you had at one point or another. Um, and know that you really can use social media to make these things happen. It's just probably going to be in a little bit of an alternate way than what you originally thought it would be. Um, but it can totally happen. Social media opens up opportunities. It helps us meet people and connect with people all over the world. Um, it gives us a platform to speak up and to share our mission and our message with the world. And it gives us a chance to make people laugh or smile or cry. It's absolutely amazing. So I, I shared this story with you, um, because like I said, it's, you know, it's the season of having some extra gratitude and I'm, I feel very, very thankful for social media. My life would not be, um, my life just wouldn't be what it is without it. And, um, and, uh, I will, I will never stop shouting from the rooftops, um, this message and trying to help you shine on social media and be heard the way that you deserve to be heard and be seen the way that you deserve to be seen and fulfill those dreams that maybe 11 year old you, um, still yearns for. Cause I don't, I don't think they ever go away. So anyway, thanks for listening, um, to this. I hope that inspires you to take some action. Post the fucking video. Find me on social media, Brittany Crossan. I'm all over. I'm on Instagram, TikTok, LinkedIn, Facebook, um, you can join my email list, brittanycrossan.com slash join email to, um, to get an email from me every Monday. I write them myself. I would love to connect with you that way. And, um, that's it. Thanks for listening. I'll talk to you later. Thanks for listening to today's show, y'all. For more information about the podcast, go to socialsunshinepodcast.com and follow us on Instagram and Facebook and subscribe to the Social Sunshine Podcast YouTube channel. For more information about me, go to brittanycrossin.com and connect with me on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn, YouTube, TikTok, and Clubhouse. The Social Sunshine Podcast is a Fun Love Media production. Funlovemedia.com. Bye.